Are you ready? I said, are you ready? You are listening to Voice of the Fan Sportscast. Brought to you by none other than the voices of the fans. Discussing football, basketball, news, trending topics. The one-stop shop for all things sports. by none other than Ben Swift Reynolds, Taylor Gatwood, and Tyler Wright. Welcome, guys, to another episode of Voice of the Fan Sportscast. I'm your host, Ben Reynolds. We have Tyler Wright and RC. What's going on, guys? What's good? Everything's good? Yes, sir. Same here, bro. Just, I was glad to get through this week. It wasn't brutal, man. I was just ready for Friday. <laughs> I'm off tomorrow, so I was just ready for Friday. I'm always ready for Friday. I'm ready for that day off, man. Your boy be tired working sometimes. You off on Friday? Yeah, I'm off on Fridays. Right. <laughs> what, what? You off on weekends, so what you talking about? No, I'm not. <laughs> oh. You not off on weekends? Uh-uh. Oh, you just really get, like, federal holidays, huh? Yeah. Oh, I feel you, I feel you. All right, anyway, um... What y'all want to talk about, Tyreek Hill, or we're going over our top 10 running back list? Let's do Tyreek Hill, because, you know, that okay. top 10 list is, is uh, pretty. Hot commodity right now. Yeah. All right, so, uh, you know, the news broke a couple of days ago of Tyreek Hill being traded to the Miami Dolphins of all places. Uh, he would Five draft picks were traded for him. 22nd first round pick and a second round pick, a fourth round pick, and plus a fourth and sixth round picks in the 23rd draft. Now, I I still haven't figured this out completely or why the Chiefs made this deal. Maybe, like, uh, I, I believe me and RC talked about this earlier this week. They couldn't pay Kelsey. They had to pay Kelsey and, and Mahomes. And that's just a lot of money tied up in three players. Uh, RC, how you feel about this this uh, move that Kansas City did? I think it was uh, they had a window to win a certain amount of Super Bowls, and and uh, that window closed. I mean, because you had eventually you was gonna have to pay the guys that that helped you get to those uh, AFC Championship games and that one Super those two Super Bowls. So, um, with that being said. Um, that production, like I talked about earlier with Kirk Cousins, you know, they agents gonna ask for what you know for money based off the production, the Pro Bowls, all that stuff, mm-hmm. the incentives that he was re- that he was uh, meeting and reaching, they gotta pay for that. So it's business uh, on both ends, and so Tyreek left because of the money. I don't think he left because uh, he wanted to go to Miami. 
And I think he's the highest paid wide receiver, so I would have left too uh, at this point, uh, being almost he's going to be 30. So I think it was a great move for him. I mean, mm-hmm. it's going to expose one or the other because I think uh, all that running around Patrick does and just heaving it up and – and um. He's going to actually have to play quarterback. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> uh, Tyler, were you really shocked about this news? Mm, not so. Um, Devontae Adams, right? I was like, somebody going to have to match that and get some get some money now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Devontae Adams, right? Shopping. Well, t- yeah, I say Devontae Adams, right? Shopping a little bit more than Tyreek Hill. I was kind of taken back from it because he was sent to the Dolphins. I was like, oh, the Dolphins. Yeah, not that, that's a, the Dolphins, the fact that he went to Miami kind of got me. But. Man, that would that made me think about that the Dolphins are really in on Tua. Or, uh, that would at least the trade. That's what it gave off that. They try and get him weapons. They put all these pieces behind and uh behind them and everything. They build the team around them. So they they really all in on tour. So after they missed out on Deshaun Watson because of the whole situation of he wanted to play for a certain coach and everything, uh, it really shows that the, the Dolphins are serious, man. They they say they done finished next to the bottom of the league of the division. Uh, they ready to put the metal the uh, the foot to the pedal and just you know. Be a trap, be a trap me at the four games because you got water on that hill. Mm-hmm. No, two of the fastest receivers in the league. So the Dolphins are scary on the Chiefs. On the other hand, it's like I said, Patrick Mahomes now gonna have to play quarterback. No, he can't do none of the freelancing stuff he be doing, like Russell Wilson. He's gonna have to actually like make the right reads, try to get the ball out quickly. And I think this is important for the Chiefs to work on this running game. They can't live off Patrick Mahomes' arms 24-7. They're going to have to fix that running game. Clyde, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, man, he's not it. Uh, you know they try to do that Le'Veon Bell experiment. I believe Damian Williams is gone. So they're going to have to solidify that running group, running back group. They're going to have to. If not, uh, the Chiefs may be looking at like the worst team in the division of the Chargers. Raiders, uh, uh, I'm thinking the team, the Broncos. Yeah. So the Chiefs gonna really gonna have to buckle down here and play some really good football this whole season, especially like I say in that division. And uh, cause that's a huge that's a huge chunk of offense is gone. You know they bringing Juju to fill in uh, some of them holes they have in the wide receiver group, but Juju be on the downhill. Um, since TikTok came out, since TikTok came big, you know, it seemed like he'd be putting all his injury on TikTok. <laughs> I know y'all seen the video he released uh, when he uh, got traded to the Chiefs. Did I y'all did. see that? Nah, what was it? All right, I don't know the song, man. I don't listen to music like that, but he doing this dance to the song. Oh, it's saying, it's saying like, I'm here right now, I'm here right now, or something like that. Uh, He's dancing and doing whatever. So he 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 posted on his uh, Instagram page, I guess, to show that hey, he had Chiefs jersey on to show hey, I'm here, you know, I'm ready to rock and roll. But we're gonna see. I think the Chiefs. You think they gonna go wide receiver first round? RC. 
I don't think so. I mean, they still got Josh Gordon. They still got Hardman. They got Juju. They got Tra- Travis Kelsey. Um, got Josh Gordon? Sure. Yeah, he's been there for two years. Um, <laughs> he, he just ain't he ain't the same Josh Gordon. Yeah. But I think, I think, man, this is this is the thing about the Chiefs. They're still a veteran team. I, I, like the one thing I learned about free agency, it can be a little bit misleading because the Super Bowl isn't won right now, April and you know, in March and April, and, and you just seeing all these big names pop up, and you're like, yeah, they don't win the Super Bowl, but you know, it takes a lot of you know being lucky because a lot of these guys want all of them to be healthy and be at the top of the game, but somebody's gonna get hurt, somebody's not gonna be at the top of the game. We didn't see Henry Ruggs doing what he was going to do. Kevin really did what he did. You know, most of getting hurt. Early. Stuff happens, man. So I still would not just throw the Chiefs away until I see them thrown away. And um, so because they they know how to win. They've been there. And and that's something to be need to be said about that. But they don't have to do anything. All right, so let me ask you this. Did you not, in your opinion, did you see a, a little stretch of that? This past season, when the Chiefs was like on the decline of losing games, like games, well, they were losing to teams they shouldn't, you know, lost to, just bad football. They've always played that type of defense. I compare that defense that won the Super Bowl to the one the Saints had. Uh, you remember that defense that just thrived off of turnovers and thrived off of you making mistakes. But this past year, that wasn't the case. But they turned it around in the second half and they played better defense. But if you look at it, man, they were going to another Super Bowl. The Bengals just – I mean, they just took their foot off the pedal. They was beating the Bengals. Um, they was they just had a mental lapse. They took their foot off the gas pedal, and the Bengals capitalized off of it. But other than that, they went to their third straight Super Bowl. So there's something to be said about that. Andy Reid and them guys know how to win. Now, do I think they're going to win the division? No. But do they have to make a, a – a, a, a big decision on adding another receiver? Nah. There's something out there they can still go get. Like, Julio's still available. Um, oh, man. Julio and Patrick Mahomes. Oh, my yeah. word. Yeah. See, because the thing about it, man, football right now is it's a numbers game. Those guys didn't get paid during the pandemic years. That's why you see all these big contracts. Yeah, because it was a down year in the cap. Mm-hmm. So they just going after the money now. They don't care what it is. <laughs> it's all about the money. It's all about the Benjamins, as they say. Uh, I'm curious to see how the Dolphins are going to look this coming up season, man. Because we know Gatwood, he hates Tua. But in my opinion, Tua is just average. He's a game manager. That's that's why, uh, you know, I think that's why Gatwood hates him because everybody project him, project him as this, like, great quarterback. But, you know, he's just really a game manager. So, we really gonna see two at work here with these weapons. Uh, I believe they brought him running back to Dolphins. I can't believe I can't remember who it was. Um, so you know they trying to build. And Tyler, you think the Dolphins are a serious uh, contender? A contender? No, not quite. <laughs> really? Okay, explain why you think you don't think so. Right now with Tua? Yeah. You said so. You saying two is the is the S factor here of them not being a serious contender yes. when that defense was legit yes. last it. season and they won games. I mean, they won no slouch. You need a quarterback, an elite quarterback. Not even 
maybe with that defense, not even elite, but better than him. <laughs> I mean, they went nine eight, right? They went nine eight last year. Uh-huh. Without the weapons, and two of them had nobody to throw to. Devontae Parker was injured most of the uh, most of the time. Uh, shoot, I can't remember his other receiver they had. Uh, when you say contender, what, what you mean? Is that, when we say contender, that means like playoff bound. Playoff bound? They can <laughs> make the playoffs. I feel like every if. A, but are you gonna take them serious once they make the playoffs? To go I mean, all the they, way. They, in my opinion, they could be a slipper team. Cause let's look. The, the running back I couldn't think of was Ramin Ramin Mustard. Yeah, yeah, Raheem Mustard. There we go. Yeah, Raheem Mustard. And they added uh Cedric Wilson. Yeah, I remember also, who Cedric Wilson is. They also added uh uh Chase Edmonds from the Arizona Cardinals. Huh. Chase Edmonds, that's the other guy. Yeah. That's that this team, this offense look it look pretty dope on paper right now. And you, you know that you, you know they added a uh, like an insurance guy type quarterback in Terry Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. So they're like, hey, the two of them right no right the ship. I mean, Teddy could come in and probably be a solid quarterback for him. I'm gonna tell you a guy that they added, man. Um, this is what Miami. I'm gonna call them the the, uh, the Miami Forty ers because that guy <laughs> McDaniel's. All he did was is he gonna take that offense. San Francisco gonna run. You are gonna see Tariq Hill line up everywhere. He's not gonna just line up at wide receiver. He gonna he gonna do the exact same thing Debo, but he's faster than Debo. So imagine him catching that screen. Imagine him lining up as running back. Imagine him doing kick and punt returns. This guy's going to be lining up everywhere. Then Moster and Edmonds are going to look just like Elijah Mitchell and, and those guys over there in San Francisco. Tool's not going to have to do a lot because it's going to be – he's going to have to do what John Elway did with the Denver Broncos. It's the same offense. Bootleg and, you know, dink and dunk. Because Jimmy Garoppolo can run his offense, Tua can run it. But Devontae Parker, Jalen Waddle, you know uh, – and and the Gasecki at tight end and a top ten defense, they're gonna be tough. They are. And I of uh, this Tua fan, he asked me, he said, Where would you rank the Dolphins right now in that division? I'll say they are second best. I I say they give the Bills a run for their money, they play against each other. I think it'll be a close game. I ain't gonna lie. I think it'll be a pretty close game, but I still have them second best in that division. You got I mean, who second best? The Dolphins. Because I don't know. I haven't seen them play. I just see I'm just looking at the roster. I'm like, this, this is a pretty good shape roster here. You know, they had a couple of good vets on the team. And like I said, they went 9-8 last year without this offensive prowess they have. They picking up, you know, they connecting all these players to. So we looking like we looking at a team that went 9-8, they're adding quality pieces. So it just really like like Tyler was saying, always gonna it's gonna just come down to Tua. But if Tua like Tua can be a Jimmy G, I don't see why not they can be a serious contender. Cause Jimmy G, when he was with the 49, the 49 had legit defense and guess what the Dolphins have? A legit defense. So and, and, and another thing the Dolphins have. They get to play the Jets. <laughs> and, and then also also That's another thing. Every year looks different. Just because Buffalo was a world beater last year don't mean they're going to be one this year. Um, the Miami Dolphins, 
the Broncos, somebody, you know, every year different teams, make uh, a few teams drop out of the playoffs and some teams enter for the first time. So somebody's going to show up. It's either going to be the Dolphins or the Broncos or, or the Browns. Somebody's coming in there and uh, and making some noise because they may be your your next year's Bengals uh, because I don't think the Bengals are going to – everybody got a book on them now. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard to get back to the Super Bowl after losing to ask my 49ers and other teams that lose in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, man, it's just gonna be it's gonna be one of them years where, you know, it's gonna be a great year to watch football, especially the oh AFC. Goodness. Yeah, keep going. I was just saying, I agree with you. Yeah, most definitely. I, I just just closing right there, basically. Just okay. You know, it's gonna be a good year. Yeah, it's gonna be a good year. I can't wait uh, to see how some of these teams do, uh, like the Dolphins, because like I said, on paper, they look like they they. They really to do some do something, especially in so the AOC not- with all these. Ooh, AOC gonna be tough, man. It's gonna be some good teams gonna be missing the playoffs. Somebody gonna be missing the playoffs. It's gonna be interesting for real. Uh, so you know the we heard the breaking news of Bruce Aarons retire, retiring. I know. Uh, I was like, dang, like. It just seemed like it's news every week. It's something, 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 something. And, you know, first I was shocked by Sean Payton when he retired. That that really hurt my heart right there. And mm-hmm. and now when Bruce Arians retiring, I feel a little bit better. I'm like, <laughs> the, the Buccaneers are handicapped just like we are. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay. But uh, Tyler, did Tom Brady have something to do with this or what? Man, no. <laughs> <laughs> Everything ain't no conspiracy, man. <laughs> you would think so? You would think it's no, odd man. that he came out of town like, yo, I'm here, I'm back. But uh, only if so-and-so, I don't got to talk to that mother sucker. I don't have to talk to him, you know what I'm saying? Get him out the way, put him, give him a nice little cushion job <laughs> in the front office, you know what I'm saying? You know, get my no, boy Ty Bowles in there, then yeah, well, come back. You think yeah, so it's nah, none of that. Nah, nah. <laughs> I right, see. So you saying it's none of that dibbling dabbling going on? I don't. I don't think so, man. Um, it's weird. Y'all don't find this weird. The whole situation, like how it played out, like it's something that's going to come out, and mm-hmm. it's more to this story. It's going to be a good book. It's, it's strange, ain't it? Then yeah. just out of the blue, Tom Brady come back, then bam. Cause remember the reports were that Bruce Aaron's like asking Tom, like, yeah, he might come out of time. Like, I'm trying to get him come back and all that type of jazz. Now, son, you know, he comes back, then he like, oh, I'm retiring. <laughs> and, 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 the, and the way the way Todd Bowles gets the job. Now he's the guy that you give the job to. You pass over Byron left, which Todd Bowles has been a head coach in his league and he sucked at it. You know, teams are – I feel like you should never hire a defensive coordinator. Defensive coordinators don't make good coaches to me. Um, they struggle. If you look across the league, there's a lot of offensive coordinators who are head coaches, and they and they do a good job because you can you can call plays and then go get you a solid defensive coordinator. But let's let's see how Brady plays this out because there were, there were rumors he wanted to go to Miami. Now, think about this now. Mm-hmm. Brady is – doing what LeBron is doing now in football. Brady's saying, listen, I'm trying to run this ring thing up. I'm looking at the Miami Dolphins. I go down to the Miami Dolphins. We're going to the Super Bowl. 
Exactly. Like, he ain't fearing nothing in the AFC because he's saying they're, they're young, they're fast, they're physical. So, you know, the Bucks are on a, the Bucks collectively as a team, they're old now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and they can't beat the Saints. Flat out can't beat the Saints. So, you know, it's a bad matchup. It's a Man. bad matchup when they play New Orleans and 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 I don't think they match up with us. I mean, but we'll, we'll see. I think that's weird. Yeah, I think Tom Brady looking at this as an opportunity to go to a team like the Dolphins, where you know he was over, he was overshadowed Tua in the heartbeat. They're like, "Hey, we send you Tom if you just send Tua over here." I think they'd do that in the heartbeat, man. And uh, now that would be a scary sight to see Tom Brady in that Dolphins uniform with Tyreek Hill, Cedric Wilson, Waddle, Devontae Parker. Mike Kosecki, man, the list go on and on. I mean, like, pick your poison. A team that Brian Flores built. Mm. And watch this kid. This kid finna win with this team. (laughs) Yeah, it should be Brian Flores for real, but here come Mm -hmm. uh, Mike Daniels in here. Uh, Mm -hmm. Especially if you get Tom Brady or even – even if he takes to it and get him to like go make the take this team to the playoffs, he still gonna get all the credit when his, when this team was really built. Kind of what what they added Hill and uh, mm-hmm. Wilson, and they added Chase Edmonds. Uh, they added Chase Edmonds who lost his running back job to uh, <coughs> dang, uh what's his name? Still James his old running back. James Conner. Oh, James Conner. Yeah, James Conner. My mind went blank. I saw his face, but you know. So the team is ripe. I mean, Brian Flores, no plan to seize, no putting the hard work. And now Mike Daniels, he might get all the credit. Who knows? We'll see how the team goes. But Tom Brady, Tom Brady just if he goes to Miami, man, it, it's gonna be crazy. AOC, I think uh Russell Wilson's like, man, man, <laughs> I came here to win Super Bowl, but now <laughs> Tom Brady back in back over in the division with me, like in the same uh conference and everything. Like, come on, man. Can't catch a break. So it's it gonna be crazy to see how these guys, how this whole storyline, kind like you said, like RC was talking about, something a little bit more than this. Is something's not right. So something is gonna come out sooner or later. And it's gonna be interesting. Since uh, you know, Bruce Aaron's moving up to the front office. And so we heard about the new overtime rules, right? Mm-hmm. I'll just read them for everybody just in case uh, they don't know. Uh, basically, each team in the playoffs will get one possession, uh, like I said, in the playoffs. Uh, it's not going to be implemented in the regular season, just the playoffs. So no more if you score a touchdown, you win a game. No, if you score a touchdown, the other team get an opportunity to score also. In my opinion, this rule is bogus. You play, you like you you are paid to stop that offense from scoring a touchdown. You literally just gotta stop the, the, the team and make them kick a field goal and you get the ball back. And now it's your turn to try to score. If you if you couldn't stop them for four quarters from scoring a touchdown, then that's your fault. You should have took care of business. Beforehand, and all because of what happened to Buffalo, and remember what happened to Chiefs. Uh, was it last year? Yeah, yeah, it was last year. 
So it, it, I don't like this overtime rule. I'll, I guess I'm kind of old school where you, you stop them. You stop, you, you dig your heels in and you make them, you know, make them kick the ball back off to you. Where it's but, clear, it's, it's a clear indication that they catering to the, to, uh, to the offense again. Like mm -hmm. you said, you, I feel like, you know, that's why the game against Buffalo and Kansas City was so crazy because nobody couldn't stop anybody. But, man, to be honest with you, these these is kind of – they're prisoners of the moment. They're changing these rules up. It's kind of like the NBA went to the play-in. It's like, what are you doing? Like, for, for most of our lives, you know, we've seen the game one way, and yeah. now so now you're finna – now it's, it's you're turning into arena football. You're turning into – to, you're not the NFL anymore. You, mm -hmm. You're trying to cater to everybody. Just take your L and go home. All you got to do is play exactly. against Patrick Mahomes. I know I make this sound. Anybody viewing this or listening to this, I don't want to make it sound like I got all the answers. But I know what I know. When you make Patrick Mahomes, you, you play in a zone, cover two or cover three, and make him work down the field, he going to turn it over. But if you just play man, you're going to sleep. And so, if I know that sitting at home, the Buffalo mm -hmm. Bills should have knew that. <laughs> yeah. So, like, come on, man. It's not rocket science. Then you don't, then you don't, you let a team beat you with 13 seconds? That's You're their fault. To, yeah, that's bad. Don't change the rule. Fire some people. Yeah, get better. I mean, you get paid big bucks to figure out how to stop a team. And you, like I said, you had four quarters, four quarters to make a stop. And you couldn't get the job done. Now they're like, oh, we're going to award you. Um, oh, you know, they they made it seem like Josh Allen, he put on his heroic performance, and now it's down the drain because the defense couldn't stop nobody. We'll say, we'll say they, they it happens in overtime. Josh Allen does get the ball back. He scored. And the Chiefs get the ball back and go back down the field and score again. Like, what that was happening during the whole game, back and forth, back and forth. It just is what it is. Defense need a man up. They getting paid top dollar. Stop somebody. Fire Leslie Frazier. Leslie Frazier, fire him. He stayed. He kept his job. He kept yeah. his job. He didn't fired. do nothing about it. Tyler, I know you a favorite for the overtime rules, Kai. You, <laughs> uh, you mentioned it last year. So go ahead, say your piece, and be done. Nah, I kind of changed my mind with it. Because it's like, I kind of... I kind of like the idea of you just got to stop them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It ain't, it ain't given to you. Like, are, are you now on your edge of your seat? Yeah. When overtime happened, you like, oh, shoot. Come on, defense. Come on, baby. Make a play. Somebody make a play. I feel yeah. like it take the edge out the game because you're like, okay, not, they yeah, score. They finna go turn. score. Like, yeah. now I'm, now people may be – I ain't going to say obligated to let them score, but this just lowers the stakes, like you said. You know yeah, I mean? it's not – like, your Julian is not pumping. Like, okay – they scored. Okay, yeah, we still got a chance, though. We still got a chance. No, man. Oh, yeah. Overtime, you see that team get the ball, you standing up the whole time. You standing up. You yeah. just waiting. When that big play happened, it, 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 it's even better like that. But now I think it won't be as intense and as fun, man. But, hey, what do we know? The owners, I think owners just trying to line their pockets up with more money. You know, that's all it is. The more, the more air time, the better. Yeah. So, man, it just, man, all these crybaby athletes, man, they start crying. They want to change rules because they didn't win or something didn't go their way. Man, no. no I don't think it was the athlete, though. I think it was the own, the owners, maybe, or the fans. You know, they, they catered to the fans. I mean, 
Um, to be honest with you, man, like the athlete is, they don't really care. They just dig it. I ain't gonna say they don't care, but they, they don't have a choice. They don't have a choice. Whatever they decide, they're gonna roll with it. But but just think about this for a minute. We already got a game where you can't tackle, you can't touch. Now, that game was too long already. That game should have been over with. Now you're gonna force us to watch them. You're gonna be on your seat even more. It's like, what if what if Jimmy Garoppolo? I'm in a situation where we're He's going, you know, they go down and score. Did he go? They're getting hot. We're getting hot. I got to keep watching him and waiting on him to do what I know he's going to do. I know eventually he's going to – Ricky going to get shot. You know, I talk about Ricky. Ricky going to get shot eventually. <laughs> so it's just you're dying a slow damn death. It's going to put me misery, man. Like, so just prolonging the game. Just, just prolonging game, man. I also feel like coupled with the rules, it's like – and maybe this might have something to do with it. Coupled with the rules – like RC said, you can't tackle nobody. You can't touch nobody. It's like some teams may feel like whoever gets the ball first is a rep because of the rules. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I feel what you're saying. But I, I don't know. I just think they should change the rules, I guess, instead of doing this. It's it's sad that, you know. And they try to talk about us Saints fans, how we cry about the no call. That is a legit Reason to cry. I don't care if nobody say that is a legit reason to <laughs> to write letters to the NFL. Yeah, that and was I, I, it was at this point, I was like this too. I was like, we we are replaying this game back to the no call. God, I think somebody said it happened one time in history where a game was replayed the next day because of something happened. I can't remember. I, I wish I can find an article. And posted it happened in the NFL. They actually replayed, you know, where they left off at. But I knew that wasn't gonna happen. But still, that one hurt. Hang on, that that <laughs> did hurt. That did. That I'm hurt. still, I'm still, still mad about that. Uh, RC is the 49ers, Are they gonna pay Debo Samuel? Like, what's the issue with him and the 49ers right now? I think th- I think this is the most ridiculous thing I've seen in the news. I think um, it's almost funny because uh, John Lynch has come out a couple times saying that Nick Bosa and Debo Samuels will be 49ers for a long time. I think what's going on right now, man, is um, these beat writers are looking for ways to try to get themselves – you know, they're writing – False stuff. Like, I don't even know why. Debo is not – he's still in his rookie contract, so he's going to have to extend the contract. And it's going to happen. It just right now, our hands are tied because of Jimmy Garoppolo still in the books. But if the 49ers get rid of Debo Samuels, they're going to have a problem. It ain't, ain't going to have nothing to do with teams they play in the National Football League. <laughs> that fan base is crazy. The Steelers, the Cowboys, the 49ers, the Saints. It's, it's a couple fan bases. The Raiders – they will burn that some gun down. <laughs> so they better do the right thing, man. Like, I ain't even worried about that. Now, I saw his name tied with DK Metcalf. Now, they going to be teams calling asking for Debo. Mm-hmm. But what would the 49ers look like without Debo? They would be They would be like the – they would be the the 48ers. They wouldn't be the 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> like, like yeah. you can't have a 49er without a Debo Samuel. So I think it's just a witch hunt. I think it's, it's good for – it's a rumor. It's, yeah. it, I didn't think Tyreek, but Tyreek was time. It was time to get 
for Tyreek to get paid. Debo's on his rookie contract. Yeah, so what's the issue? Yeah, he's on his rookie contract, so he can't really negotiate like he yeah, wants to. Because they're he's gonna, on contract. It's like basically next year, all this hyping up for next year, I think, like you saying, like people just you know, putting up smoke where there's no fire, you know what I'm saying? Gonna- they're gonna pay him. They gotta pay him and Nick Bosa. They're gonna pay. They're gonna. They're gonna do him like they did uh, Fred Warner. They're gonna extend that contract. But here's the issue: you got a quarterback on your team that's making twenty five million dollars, and y'all can't move him. And you got a rookie quarterback that's being paid. He was a top three pick. Okay, hmm. you got to get rid of. And then you got. You got to. Here's another thing: you got a D forward who's played twelve games in three years. So. He's making fifty million dollars. He done he done gave back ten. He done gave back I think ten, eight or nine million of that fifty million restructuring his contract. So man, listen, Debo Samuel's is the least of our worries. We got to get the egg sucking dog Jimmy Garoppolo off the roster. That's what we got to go. That man like a leech. Y'all can't take him off, bro. He's y- y'all trying your hardest to get rid of him, but I heard a report that y'all sticking with him. Like y- that's it. Yeah, that he's he probably gonna be your your quarterback going into this season. Well, it depends on how Trey does in the all season. But man, isn't it crazy? Jimmy, you, know, you you think Jimmy G is is too pricey to you no know, put on the bench? He's a little pricey. No, Jimmy, Jimmy, as we get closer to the draft. Jimmy had shoulder surgery, which was smart by Jimmy Garoppolo. His agent was is a genius. Jimmy, if you if you let them trade you completely healthy, then they can send you where they want you to go. If you have this surgery, it it it, it, it slows the market's gonna dry up. Until you heal, the market's gonna dry up. Then you'll you'll be able to go to a better spot, probably a, a winning team versus a, a horrible team that's losing. So it, it's going to play into Jimmy's favor. You're probably going to see the Houston Texans. You'll probably see, um, you know, teams that – don't be surprised if you see New England. Not New England, no. It'll be somebody, like, that we not we least expected to bring him in. He's going to go start somewhere. I'm looking at Houston, Carolina, teams like that. So maybe the Falcons uh, bring him in and give up those draft picks. So he won't be there. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting how they uh handle Jimmy G in this whole process because uh like you said, you got they drafted Trey Lance and Jimmy G's getting all his money, so they're gonna have to do something with him pretty fast because uh it's it's kinda holding the team back, Jimmy's contract. Uh so you said so you think DK is more likely to get traded than Debo? Yeah, him and Tyler, Tyler Locker are going to be out of Seattle. Seattle's got a wholesale going on. It's a flea market over there. Um, <laughs> DK Metcalf, my biggest fear is that he ends up in Green Bay or, you know, you know, somewhere like that. Um, you don't be surprised. Kansas City could go get him. You know, Kansas City, got a, they got a card they're going to play. You just lost Tariq Hill and you had money to pay him. He just – Wanted more money, so they got money to spend. So you know, DK is not gonna just die over in Seattle. You know, he going somewhere. Just a matter of time. What is Seattle front office doing with uh with DK with this whole scenario? Like they traded Russell Wilson. Now they talking about DK might be on the move. 
like, I don't understand what they trying what they trying to build here. Because y'all saying there's not really a quarterback in the draft that y'all think, you know, is warring the first round pick. Maybe Jimmy, uh, I mean uh Puckett or Malik Her- uh, Malik Willis. But uh why would they trade a star player receiver? And you know they 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 thinking about bringing in a quarterback, a, a young quarterback, you know, to be there to be the nucleus for the team. But it seems like they they exploding the whole roster from what I see, and it's, it's just kind of weird how they trying to. I don't know what they trying to do here. I can't figure it out. So Tyler, you think DK? If you were in Seattle front office, you think you trade DK? No, I wouldn't. It's like I just it's like I'm like you, I can't figure out what their what their game plan is here. It's hard to follow. It is hard to follow. Because what they weren't they looking at Baker? Yeah. Earlier? They said, they said they didn't want Baker, didn't they? They came out and said that, didn't they? I don't they know. Have they have they said that uh what's they what's the quarterback name? I'm losing his name. Who? That they that they just traded for with Drew Lock. Drew Lock. Oh, Drew yeah. Lock. Did, did they ever say that he was their guy? Did they? Yeah, he did. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. What the world? Yeah, see, I don't know. That's what so that's what I'm not getting at. Will you keep DK? Yeah. Then would, go get a quarterback. That makes sense to me. I don't. I don't know. Pete Carroll, man, he's getting old. <laughs> it's not Pete yeah. Carroll. It's not Pete Carroll, man. It's, it's the front. The front office trying to get rid of Pete Carroll because if Drew Lock, mm. Drew Lock, not better than Colin Kaepernick right now. Like I would take Colin Kaepernick. I ain't seen him in six years. I would take him over Drew Lock. Drew Lock. When you say that Drew Lock is your starting quarterback, what you're saying is Seattle, you'll be picking number one next year because that nobody is fearing Drew Lock at all. And then. Russell played behind that offensive line. That offensive line was horrible. And yeah. he, could, he could run. He was the most sacked quarterback. So imagine what Drew Locke, who isn't as mobile as Russell Williams, Russell Wilson, he's going to be running for his life, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna yeah. be, we gonna be I don't mind Seattle sucking. Trust me. Uh, I'm trying – I want the Saints to try to get into you know, the playoffs, so let's – no good teams in NFC is good for us, man. Oh y'all, oh y'all, definitely making the playoff this year, man. Listen, mm-hmm. it's it's four teams in the NFC. <laughs> That's it. Everybody else, it's a, I, the Detroit. I'm picking. A, I can't wait till we get to a point where we're gonna pick the divisions and who gonna win. Mm-hmm. I'm putting on record right now. Detroit Lions are going to the playoffs. They are gonna win the division. Why? Detroit Lions <laughs> going to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the NFC is kind of sloppy, man. It's a mess. It's a mess for real. So since you brought, we brought, we mentioned the Saints. You know, Winston signed back with New Orleans, and uh, you know all the fans are hyped because we didn't get Watson. You know the whole ordeal, and then everybody's like, we giving up too much. The Saints fans, we are loyal to our players, and I'll listen to you know uh, Bobby A. Bear. You are not loyal to Tracon, but go ahead. <laughs> Tracon, in my eyes, is not a Saint. <laughs> Oh just my god! Like wow. <laughs> you know, you know how you had a kid. You give him a jersey just to make it feel like he's part of the team. Oh. That's Trey, huh? 
Wow. <laughs> we just gave him a little honorary jersey, you know, make him feel special. But with Winston coming, like a lot of fans didn't want Watson. They didn't because they they didn't want to give up uh, all that stuff for him because of the unknown that he might get suspended this season, all that type of stuff. So everybody wanted Winston. So everybody happy now. And uh, the Saints, we just need a couple more pieces to put around Jameis. And I think we good, man. I think we probably be the third best team in the NFC. No lie. Uh, of course, I'd probably say the Rams are number one. Uh, they signed. They signed Bobby Wagner today, didn't they? How crazy is that? Yeah, the round signed Bobby Wagner. I think the deal was like five years, sixty million or something like that. Really? Yeah. But back to what I was saying. Uh, yeah, they don't know. My bad. They signed five year, fifty million. It can go up to sixty five million. So plus Sanders. But if we Bobby put, Wagner? yeah, Bobby Bobby Wagner. He'll play two years. <laughs> he looked kind of I alright. Don't take this the wrong way. He looked kind of washed. Bro, listen to me. When I saw Von Miller sign a five-year deal, Von Miller won't play five years. He's done after this. He gonna he gonna do we done seen this movie before. When them team when them players that have been with them team that long and mm-hmm. they start and they start and they, and they get the team cut them and they start going to other teams, they just go in to get the money. Like if that would have been a one-year deal, I say he's been a ball out. But five years, the Rams just needed that name. They just needed that name. They they mm-hmm. lost a lot. You know, you lose a lot. And I think they just wanted to sign a name so they can sell some tickets. But Bobby Wagner, he wasn't that good in Seattle this year. Is yeah, that- that's what I'm saying. He looked kind of slow and not as good as previous years. I mean, you, you know, know what? You're the last surviving temptation. <laughs> Still doing that act. <laughs> you know, you know what this signing almost remind me of Clay Matthews right. when Green Bay released right. him. He was on the he was on the end of his career, right. and I feel like the same thing with Bob, Bobby Wagner. He was just he was on the market for way too long, and you know you hardly heard his name called last year. I think the writing on the wall phone. Like you say, he's not gonna play this whole five years out. He might play two years max. And uh like I was saying about Jameis Winston though, the Saints. If we just add some receivers, you know, we just have Michael Jenkins uh retired. Uh if we shrew up uh where we lost Michael Jenkins and signed Tyron Matthew, I think that'll be a great addition. But the Saints right now, we have a strong team. And a lot, of, I think, I think we still not being taken seriously because of the whole Jameis aspect. We lost Sean Payton. Uh, we might have Kamara miss a couple games this season because of the assault in Las Vegas. But and all in all, this is a dang good team, man. And uh, I think that bringing Jameis back was the right move. Plus, we kept all our key, our, our key players and draft picks. So it's gonna be interesting to see how uh Dennis Allen, who's another defensive minded coach, you know, guide the ship in the NFC. It's gonna be like I said, uh, it's gonna be some great games for sure. All right, let's go and get into our top ten running backs. This should be really interesting. 
Because I, I I was torn while I'm going. Well, I got to about like eight, seven or eight. Yeah, I got it. got kind of rough for me. <laughs> it was like, because I feel like most of you guys are about the same when you get past, when you get to seven to eight, nine, ten. They, they almost about the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll start off. Uh, Gatwood, since he ain't here, he didn't have a list. So we're just going to go off what we have. So we'll go like this me, RC, and Tyler. All right. My first number one running back is Derrick Henry. Huh. We already know what he did, so I just had to get him in the one spot because, you know, even with the injuries, he still almost ran for a thousand yards this year, which is crazy. He was on pace for 2,000. So that's kind of crazy to me. So for me, he's number my number one. Okay, well, I'm going the other way because um, I, when I look at running backs, um, I want a guy that can do everything. Um, so I'm, it's going to surprise you. I'm going to Alvin Kamara, number one, because mm-hmm. I think they paid him $72 million, I think, mm-hmm. the salary. And when I watched him play, he does everything. And that's what I like as a running back. I would like to have as a running back in my backfield as a guy. I could throw it to him out the backfield. He can make a miss. He can line up a receiver. So I'm taking Alvin Kamar. I ain't mad at you. Who that? AK, baby. I ain't mad at you. Tyler, who you have? Saquon. No, I'm just playing. No, I'm about, oh, boy. You. <laughs> hey, that must be April Fool's. Boy, I'm about, boy. <laughs> You almost made me blow out. You almost made me say. I was looking down. Hey, I looking down. I looking down my phone when you said that. Man, I looked up so fast. I, I had to look up like like I'm looking at you. I'm like, what you doing? Just say. Well, no, nah, I had Derrick Henry though. Okay, Derrick Henry. What <laughs> <laughs> you had me going? See, like I said, you he's he just done. He just have a longer record of doing this, you know, of being the best back in the league. So I just had to give it to him. I know Tyler felt the same way. He just, he's just a machine. And Titans, it's sad how the how the Titans are abusing him, like to carry the whole load. It just kind of messed up. Uh, all right. So my second pick, I have Jonathan Taylor. I mean, I just like what the kid did this this past season. I know he gonna continue with. Going in this season, I mean, he led the league in rushing. He had 18. Uh, he ran for 1,811 yards, eight, 18 touchdowns. I mean, what can you say? The Bulls was beasting. Well, I'm going with y'all, you guys' number one pick. I'm going with Derrick Henry as number two. I think Derrick Henry is on the back nine. I think they don't run him into the ground. He's a great back. Still got a lot left in his legs, but you're finna see the decline of Derrick Henry. We saw it in the playoff game against the Bengals. Um, he was running and falling. So I think um, we're not talking about body work. We're talking about right now. So he's number two for my right now. I feel you. I feel you. I had, I had Alvin Kamara number two. Alvin Kamara getting a lot of praise. Definitely. I mean, like I said, the boy is a beast, man. 
I mean, well, he don't call him Zoom for nothing. He just know how he just know how to know does he does everything for us. And uh so it, for me it's gonna be interesting to see how if he gets suspended like six games. Hmm. I want I wanna see how how the running game you know translate without him in it. So it's gonna be interesting this coming up season. Uh for me at number three I had Alvin Kamara. I wanted to put him number two, but I was like, Jonathan Taylor, he did put on the show. Alvin Kamara, he missed a couple of games this season. so, But he definitely going to be in the top three next season, this coming up season. So he's right there for me. All right. So Kamara's one. Um, Cook is – I mean, Henry is two. Jonathan Taylor, I'm struggling with Jonathan Taylor and Dalvin Cook at, at – um, because I really okay, it's 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 a tough it's tough because they both are game breakers and so I I'll get a slight edge to Jonathan Taylor because um I've seen him you know when they feed him the way they're supposed to he can take a game over mm-hmm. he breaking he breaking a fifty yarder forty yarder and I feel like if he was in a, if he had a great quarterback with him he would be hard to stop so I'm gonna take the kid at three. What and what you just said right there with Matt Ryan, them add Matt Ryan, that takes so much pressure off him. Like, I don't think people understand how big of the move that was, especially with the Colts have a good old line. It's not like Atlanta, so he gonna have time. The only thing the Colts would have to do is add receivers. They gotta add. I don't know if they better get a number one. But they're gonna have to add at least. I think Jarvis Landry would do wonders. Guy, he almost like a Calvin Ridley. So they need. They need. Julio still available? Odell? Yeah, Julio. There we go. Yeah. Or a nice reunion. Oh man, the Colts would be dangerous to add Julio Uh to their offense. Uh, Tyler. Uh, what we on? We on three? Yeah, three. I had Dalvin Cook three. Y'all are really loving Dalvin Cook. I healthy, see a healthy Dalvin Cook, bro. He's he's different. It was and for me. It was I'm like RC was toss up between Jonathan Taylor and Dalvin Cook. I just think he might be like a better runner of the football. Maybe <laughs> this is the only thing home. I have about Dalvin Cook. He always hurt. Always hurt, and there there is some games he disappeared. Right now, he he's fifth. He, yeah, he's fifth in the in the league in rushing last year. So he's fifth. I mean, he yeah, he does last year, wasn't he? And he was yeah, fifth. yeah, he was in and out. Kamara was dealing with that foot yeah. injury. Hey, why my phone keep going off? He was dealing with that foot injury and everything. Uh. I mean, I don't hate it, but I just think that's kind of high for Dalvin. I have Nick Chubb at four. Mm-hmm. I mean, he basically the Browns' offense. Yeah. Well. And, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, that's all. Hey, that's all he needed to say. God, he just <laughs> carries his whole. I mean, he does beats. He carries the Brown offense, man. So I love Nick Chubb. He's he's a throwback, but. I'm taking Dalvin Cook. So you had Cook at four. Mm-hmm. 
I got you had wait, you just gonna say something? No, I wasn't. I got I got Jonathan Taylor at four. That's too low, Tyler, boy. You it was Coast fans gonna hate you, man. That's but it was tough, bro. I you know what? I had him at three. But it was I don't know. It was tough. It was tough for me between him and Davin Cook. If he's Taylor's definitely top three. Like he knocked out well, of course he knocked out Christian McCaffrey. I think if McCaffrey was was like healthy, he would be in the top three. No questions. I think no. I think you could debate Taylor or McCaffrey. Taylor, but since he's not healthy, he's, you could convince me he's three over over Dalvin. Though. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like Dalvin Cook is like a poor. No, I want to say a poor man. Cause he's like he's like grouped in that that. Yeah, I'm not gonna do it. Cause he, I give I give him his respect. Cause he's grouped in that category of of Alvin Kamara, Chris McCaffrey, yeah. uh, uh, Joe Mixon. Dalvin Cook is in that same mode. Yep, do everything. He does he does everything? So I ain't gonna disrespect him. He's a good running back like that. Um, uh, number five, I have Christian McCaffrey because when he's healthy. Even though he wasn't this season, but when he came back, he still put up huge numbers. He still had big games. So when it's hell, when he's fully healthy, I'm projecting him to be fully healthy this coming up season. So I put him at five. I couldn't drop him out of the top five. I just couldn't do that to him because I know I seen his body at work. Uh, they just gonna have to use him uh, like they like the Saints do Camara. Like he don't don't run Camara between the tackles thirty something times. No, they don't split. No, put him out wide. No, let him do other things. No, you have a uh, Chubba Hubbard now, so you no know, delegate the carries and different things to Chubba Hubbard. Yeah, RC. I'm taking uh, Nick Chubb, um, cause cause for me it's like this is the running back thing for me. It, you know, it's preference, like. Yeah. So many ways to skin a cat. So when I look at Nick Chubb and Christian McCaffrey, I got enough kid. Christian McCaffrey's already in my top three. They can do everything. Like he's mm-hmm. and then also since he got paid, he's been ghost. I mean, he's been gone. I hadn't seen it him. Get hurt. Yeah, he, he I mean, you can almost he's almost in the same boat with Saquon. Like they after they got Oh, I want to say the same vote, RC. That's kind of that's kind of brutal. They, after they jumped off the screen and had those big years, disappeared because of injury. They got poor quarterback play. They get hurt a lot now because their ex, their body's banged up from all the, the carry. So, um, Chubb is a guy. He's a dude. He's been a dude. Mm-hmm. York always produces running back. So Chubb at five. Yeah, I got Chubb at five too. Chubb entering the top five. I don't think we had Chubb in the top five last year, Tyler. Really? I don't think we did. I had to go back and look at Oh, probably because of Christian McCaffrey, though. Yeah. I had to go back and look. All right. uh, Six, I had Davin Cook. I thought there was a great spot for him. I mean, six is not bad. It's not top five, but it's definitely not bad. Uh, He just, like, he's like Christian McCaffrey sometimes. He just stay hurt. But... That's why I had McCaffrey at five, him at six, because of their injuries, the the problem they be having with injuries. But they both dang on good. So, um, 
it really should be like a five B, <laughs> to be honest, more than a six spot. But they ain't the rules of the game here. So uh, that one could get six spot for me. All right, I'm going now. Now it gets tough for me. Now it gets tricky. Mm-hmm. Oh, at six, I would put Christian McCaffrey at six because I really don't. It's starting to get tough, and his name is one of the household names. It's proven, and when he's healthy, he's a guy. Whenever he's healthy, so McCaffrey <laughs> is at six. Yeah, I feel you. Okay. All right, Tyler. Current no six. I got Christian McCaffrey. Okay. So y'all, yeah, I think the same. I know Gat would probably have him outside the top five because uh he he dropped him in fancy last year and he almost <laughs> screwed him. Cause of the injury, like it, it it really upset a lot of people when he got hurt. Because uh in fancy you pick him first first pick. And usually your first pick gotta be that top dude, gotta be that guy. And so but Gat was able to overcome so he probably don't have him too much. Uh, at seven, I have Joe Mixon. Like he's a poor. I don't stop saying that a poor as man. <laughs> he's like Alvin Kamara though, but he don't have the same receiving skills as Kamara. But he gets the job done. He can run between the tackles. He's that guy that they lean on when they need a tough yardage or they might they might need uh, yards at the catch. He can get that for you. So I have Joe missing at seven, and plus he don't get enough respect. I'm at, I'm with with that man. Joe Mixon is is a very underrated running back, one of the best um, kept secrets in the National Football League. Got a chance to display that um, in the playoffs, and then also in the Super Bowl. They kept feeding Joe Mixon. They won the Super Bowl, um, even on the final play. They where they yeah. down, they took him out and put P Ryan in. It makes mm-hmm. sense. But um, Fick was in right then. But I Joe Mixon, give him some love at seven. Yeah, that's I, what I'm I, talking about. I like him at seven, and it's like I think that whole his, his run with the Bengals during the playoffs really. I ain't really know much about him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But his run with the Bengals really showed me how good he was. Underrated for sure. Yeah, he definitely uh somebody that Joe Burrow relied on. Like he took a lot of pressure off Joe Burrow. And uh, like I say, he he just underrated, man. He don't get enough respect. Now, this is another guy I have at eight. I was down on him. I still don't think he's all that great, but his numbers keep putting me wrong. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I have Austin Eckler at eight. To me, I thought he was just a scat back, but you no, know, he started running between tackles. You no, know, he's he doing his thing, but uh, numbers don't lie. He just always been productive. To be honest, he ran for nine hundred eleven yards. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, he really shot me. So yeah. I, even though I, even though uh, you know, he might not be that dude to some people, but he he pretty much consistent. Well. We're at seven or we at eight? We are at eight. Eight. Okay. Now, there's three guys. They're going to finish it out for me, but I'm trying to figure out how they're going to go. And I'm trying to be biased because being a 49 fan, you can be biased because I saw Elijah Mitchell emerge on the scene this year, but 
I know Kyle Shanahan, every year is a different guy getting a thousand yards. Never gonna be the same guy. So Elijah Mitchell, I'm sorry you're not making this list because <laughs> every year we have a different guy leading in rushing. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with James Conner of the Arizona Cardinals. All he do is go touch. He is a pain in my he's in my division. He's a pain in my behind. And every time he touches the book football, something happens. So James Conner. You got number eight. You know, I don't, I don't really hate that pick, but James Conner, he just injured all them years and still is an awesome. He just come back all awesome from for Arizona, and uh, he he leaves a bad taste in my mouth for having fancy, and he was a total bust, man. So I I, I looked at James Conner, I just skipped right over. Fancy last year. No, uh, the year I had him the year before that when he was hurt. Up last year. Yeah, he he was beasting last year. I was like, where is this at? But uh, yeah, I I, I have him in my top ten at all. You didn't have, top, you didn't have who in your top ten? James Conner. Oh. <laughs> Tyler. See now, this is where it got dicey for me because I have a name and I ain't know how to feel about it myself. Um. <laughs> I put Aaron Jones. Oh, okay. I ain't mad about that. That's a yeah. solid pick. That's a good yeah. pick, and he's been slept. We really slept on dude, but I, I just don't. I think he's, to be personal, I think he's he's right where he's at on this list because he's an interchangeable piece. So I don't think he's just dynamic. It's that offense, that point. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan offense that they run in Green Bay. I think it's the offense. What's so funny is. Uh, with Tyler having him at eight, I actually have Aaron Jones at nine, so he's right where he should be. Wait, who, who did you have at eight? Austin Eckler. Or- yep. Yeah. And nine, I have Aaron Jones because I feel like you know he's underappreciated. Uh-huh. He's a hard runner, man. He and he get those touch yardage. Uh, I don't think this the I don't think the Green Bay offense would be the same without him, even though they have a. Uh, Oh, big dude. I can't remember his name from the Green Bay Packers, too. But Aaron Jones, man, he's a tough runner, man. Dylan. Yeah, A.J. Dillon. And uh, he, he he always, you know, he get them tough yardage, man. He's a baller. And and that's why, that's why they love him in Green Bay, because he's a hard worker. So I have him at nine. Well, for me, I looked at the running backs that were in the playoffs. And, of course, they didn't play for the Chiefs in Buffalo. It's the <laughs> one in Las Vegas. That kid is a beast. That kid, mm-hmm. he said, give me the ball in the second half. We're going to, we're going to advance. We're going to make the playoffs, and we're going to advance in the playoffs. And so they didn't advance the playoffs, but he he was tough, man. He was um, a handful. Of, I think he he's right behind James Conner. I wouldn't disagree with that. I like Josh. I like uh, Josh Jacobs a lot. That's tough. <laughs> we on we nine. Yep. Uh, what about Nick Chubb? You said Nick Chubb. Yeah. You already had Nick Chubb. At, uh, Did I? No, not Nick yeah. Chubb. The other guy. The guy that's in the back. Kareem Hunt. Yeah, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Huh? I just think if I, I feel, I feel like if he if he was a starter somewhere, he probably have 
close to 900 rushing yards. I don't. Yeah, I, I'm not I think hating he's that. He's a top ten. He's a top ten talent to me. Like I, I've always felt that they had two top ten running backs on their team, so I had to give him some love in the top ten. I feel like. Yeah, he can carry the low too. You know, you saw what he was in Kansas City. He was literally like one of the best running backs in the league before he kicked that girl. But that's another story. Before he did what? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Why you don't? Why you saying that? I ain't go nowhere. <laughs> I'm just saying that. I'm saying why he's not. A top running back anymore. I forgot about that. That's crazy. Yeah, you get yeah. the girl, you know. That's that's my nine spot. <laughs> <laughs> you got the kicker at nine, huh? The, the kicker. <laughs> the kicker <running> back, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is going to surprise y'all. I just like how the dude play football. Uh, he was a receiver in college. And he trans over. He transitioned over to running back once he got to the NFL. He just... I love his play style, and uh, I have Antonio Gibson at 10. Oh. I like that dude, from man. Washington, from the Commanders. That dude, Washington. Commander, you hear me? That dude can play. That dude yes. Play. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, but it was, I was struggling between him and Josh Jacobs for my last spot, but I'm going to give Antonio Gibson. He's been solid. He, he, he always played. You know, through injuries, he he just, you know, he just, uh, you know, a football player, man. For me, I'm going with, I'm going with, this is a shocker. And we slept on dude. Dude is a Super Bowl champion. Dude is proven. Dude is a horse. Uh, Leonard Fournette at 10. Oh, my word. Where y'all been at, man? How I, did know, I knew Ben was not going to like that. <laughs> oh my word! No, RC. No, Lenny. No. Lenny you talking about Lenny? Lenny no. Lenny? What are you doing, man? Oh why? why not? Because he, he he's not he's not a top ten run back. He's oh, like oh, a top fifteen. Oh. Let me explain to you why he's still top ten. In the playoff game against the Rams, he made every big run that they needed, even on the fourth and twelve. Oh, then okay, y'all stop him. But everybody else can't stop Leonard. Like Leonard still can play football. And I think if we get you put Austin, I wouldn't go say nothing. You put Austin Eckler, <laughs> you can't even say that name three times in a row without biting your damn tongue. Austin Eckler is at seven or eight, wherever you had on your list. And you don't put Leonard Fournette to Super Bowl. Yes, because oh, because let me tell you why. Leonard Fournette, he barely um uh, Beat out, uh, what's that dude's name? Was it Ronald Blair? Blair, whatever his name. No, Ronald, uh, Ronald, Jones, Ronald Jones, whatever his name. Ronald Jones. I mean, he was playing time with Ronald Jones. I mean, everybody, if, everybody's if he was a, a quarterback, two running back system. Now. But he was literally Ronald Jones was literally taking snaps from him. Austin Eckler ran for nine eleven, and Leonard Fournette ran for eight twelve. But being honest, though, being honest, yeah. Okay. Chargers threw a ball a lot. Thomas Edward Brady ain't gonna let you run the ball like like he can never, he never can never play with Derrick Henry, you know. So answer this for me. Your dislike for Leonard Fournette is it production or it's just you don't like him? Period. I just don't think he's top ten. I I, I don't hate him. I just I don't think he's top ten. He's a good running back. 
he's probably I wouldn't even say he was eleven or twelve. I was he probably be like thirteen, fourteen, to be okay. honest. Okay, so this was my struggle. My struggle. Hold on one second, Tyler. My struggle was Elijah Mitchell or Leonard Fournette. And I had to go with Leonard Fournette because Leonard Fournette has done it. His body of work, he's been more productive. Like he's been a better running back. This kid only had one good year. So I had to put Leonard at 10. So I, I, man, they're going to kill you in uh, on oh, Instagram. Man, it is what it is, man. It's preference. <laughs> All right, Tyler. Well, I'm going to go back to I'll make a counter argument to RC. But I'll let you go ahead and get your last one in, Tyler. I had uh, I had Josh Jacobs at the end. Okay, Jacket. Like you say, him and Toyo Gibson are interchangeable. They just really good football players. Yeah. But Fournette running behind that great old line. If you swap him, you put Leonard Fournette on the Titans. He's not doing what Darren Henry doing. If you put Leonard Fournette on the Raiders, yeah, I don't he think is. he's doing what Josh Jacobs is doing. If you put Larry Fournette on the Commanders, he's not doing what a uh, Tanya Gibson is doing. How, how do you know this? Because look at the whole the whole premise of Tampa. It's Tom Brady, everybody fishes waited on on Tom Brady. Nobody not game plan for Leonard. They know what he does. He run downhill. So have you pulled up Leonard's stats from last year? Yeah, I have them right here. Okay, run them down to me, bud. I'm gonna put him up as well. I'm, I'm trying to get to you. All right. So he had uh, 812 rushing yards, eight touchdowns, mm-hmm. nine nine double digits. Uh, let me see. What else you looking for? I wish I had catches, but catches they all in receivers. I I, I just didn't scan through all that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't. His rush, they say a rush first for first down percentage is like four percent. So that's so, that's that's like in the middle of the pack. But let me so let me just throw these other names out here for okay. you. Najee Harris is better than Leonard Fournette. Okay. Do you agree? No. He had twelve hundred rushing yards. He didn't have a quarterback at all. But this will that make Najee Harris more impressive because he had Big no. Ben. He had a lumberjack. So he had a lumberjack playing quarterback. He had a guy <laughs> that would turn around literally just handing the football. He was gonna get the football. Everybody in the world knew he was gonna run. First of all, this is why Leonard Fournette, you're talking about one of you're talking about a six foot, two hundred and thirty pound running back who runs with power and speed. Played only with two teams, Tampa Bay, played with Jacksonville. But here's the most impressive thing about Leonard Fournette to me. Like Whatever they ask him to do, he can do it. He was in the game when it mattered, not not Black, not Jones. He was in the game when it mattered against the Rams. He did what he's supposed to do. Now he still he still they they still have an eight man front for Leonard Fournette. He had some big games last year. I don't the the Gibson kid hadn't done it hadn't been been he hadn't done it long enough for me. Eckler is a is a second back. He's not a starting back. He's not a He's not a lead rusher. You wouldn't say, hey, man, next game, we got to get ready for Austin Eckler. I said the no. same thing. I was down on Eckler, too, but I went back and looked at the numbers. He ran for 911 rushing yards 
And he had like 60 some catches. Okay, but Leonard's been hurt. He has. But what I think the thing that we all we all forget about, this guy's a, a special talent, man. He's averaging for his career five yards, almost four. Oh, he averaged four yards a carry. So I don't know, man. Me preference at, at 10, you can close your eyes and pick somebody. <laughs> Spin the wheel, huh? All right, so huh, let me go back to Najee Harris' point. Now, now, this is going to be crazy, RC. Like I say, Najee Harris only made, made it, almost made it to my top 10, but he was a rookie, right? Hold on. Do you, so what, I, what, you got, what you got Antonio Gibson at? 10. Okay, so the difference. No, I have him at, uh, no, I have, yeah, I have him at 10. So Antonio Gibson at 10, and you've seen how many Antonio Gibson's game? I see a good bit. And they, you know, they they play against you know they always put them help them me tell our game on 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 Sunday no more. <laughs> what you Antonio oh, Gibson, Antonio, you said I Instagram think, Instagram yeah. gonna kill me. They finna go look up who the hell Antonio Gibson is. Yeah, they know who he is. You, know, you, you, you got, got Antonio Gibson. Like, Antonio, Antonio Gibson over Leonard Fournette being? Yeah. Oh, that's preference. That's like saying, "Hey, I like." But no, no, that's not uh, okay. That might be preference, but Najee Harris, Najee Harris, better than Fournette is not preference though. I'm about this going. They're going to shock you. I'm about to read you. All right, so you remember I told you he ran for 1,200 yards, right? Yeah, he had 74 catches for 467 yards. Once again, he had a guy that can only throw from here to whatever wall. <laughs> I mean, and Najee was the wall. So my my thing, okay, I'm looking at Leonard's stat. Leonard, I have not realized how many Leonard ain't put a, put together enough um, regular season um, thousand yard rushing. Okay, but he's been hurt a lot. I think for me, I'm looking. I'm thinking LSU and pros together, and I'm, that's what I'm on. And I didn't realize he was this young, man. Like this guy is, yeah, super- yeah. Yeah, yeah, he played. He only been like five years in the league, I believe. Yeah, like he. Why did he feel so? He only got three thousand total yards rushing. He ain't done nothing in those. So yeah, it's close. It's 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 just a thing. It's it's like we were arguing about um, Tannen Hill and um, and Baker. Yeah, just pick one. Shucks. I mean, like I said, a lot of people are gonna be. Uh, they probably gonna be yelling at all of us because I know a lot of people. How they feel about Najee Harris? Yeah, and, but it's, uh, rookie, though. it's one year. You know, he that's why they have my top ten guys one year. Just like when they had Joe Burrow in like top three, he's not making my top three. Yeah. So running backs is the hardest thing for me. Right? It is, but hold on, how y'all, how y'all feel about James Robinson and DeAndre Swift? Those, those are my underwear, underwear mentions. Was now, uh, listen, DeAndre, now, DeAndre Swift and James Robinson? James Robinson, good, but also the Broncos, Jamal Williams, I think that's his name, whatever his name Devontae is. Devontae Williams. That kid is going to like Yeah, he ran for 9-0-3. So, yeah, man, yeah. We're uh, we're cooking with no grease right now. We're going to eat us all alive, I guess. We, we, we <laughs> especially. The Austin Eckler and Little Fortnite going to catch it. Yeah, I know it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, especially with Saints fan here about this. They're like, man, y'all put y'all let him put in the Buccaneer in the top. <laughs> top I mean, you gotta have him. I mean, really and truly, just name value. Who left? 
<laughs> yeah. Like I said, all them guys are like neck and neck. It really, like you said, is grasping grasping at squalls because I feel like Antonio Gibson and Jay uh, Robinson, uh, Josh Jacobs, all them guys are like right there for Ned. All them, they just right there. Mm-hmm. So like, it's really going to be like a fan favorite. Like, oh, that's my boy. So I'm going to go with Antonio Gibson. Oh, that, that's DeAndre Swift. I'm going to go with him because he's buried than Antonio Gibson. Ain't gonna so. lie. Antonio Gibson. I watched him play, and I was like, "This kid is a a, a dog, man!" Like, how don't nobody know about this kid? Like, this kid, and I thought about it. He played for the Washington Commanders. Yeah, yeah. Like, I knew about Antonio Gibson. I play fantasy football, so I keep up with a lot of these guys. And yeah, I've seen him in games. Who, who, he is. who Tyler? Tyler's a Cowboy fan. No, nah, Tyler's a Saints fan. Okay. I'm gonna say, don't do that to yourself. Tyler, man, you gonna let that man sort <laughs> you like that? <laughs> nah. All right, so if y'all want to talk about, it, we can. You know, uh, Will and Jada. You know, <laughs> if y'all ain't heard, we gonna start this new segment of our podcast called Overtime. Right now, we're working out the kinks and the words of it. Gonna have his own logo and everything. So, uh. When we move on to a different segment, more about, you know, celebrities and athletes getting in trouble and stuff like that, we're going to call it the show Overtime, just letting y'all know. So this is like a little preview of Overtime. Mm-hmm. Will and Jada, you know, go to the Oscars. Nobody knew about the Oscars. And uh, Jada's dealing with hair loss, uh, disease. I don't know what you call it, R.C.? What's the name uh, of it? Alopecia. Alopecia. Alopecia? Mm-hmm. Yeah, alopecia. Yeah. yeah, so uh, while on stage, Chris Watt make a joke about G.I. Jane 2. It was pretty, it was pretty s- smart joke, whatever. And uh, they, at first, we were laughing because I saw a video. We were laughing at it. And Jada was like, rolled her eyes and she was pretty upset. And I guess Will saw that and he like changed his whole mood. And you know he cussed out Chris Rock. He, he well, he walk on stage and slap Chris Rock and walk off and then cuss at him and all that type of jazz. So a lot of people saying it was, it was rude for Will Smith to do that. That you know it was very immature and all that type of jazz. And uh, I would just like to hear RC and Tyler's take on this. I'll let Tyler. I'll let you like. I'll let you go first and say say your what you need to say about this. Okay, under any circumstance, you really can't let nobody talk about your wife, right? Yeah. But I feel bad for this man, Will Smith, bro. <laughs> like it's like, like you said, he was laughing at first, right? He looked over and saying she was upset, so it's like, oh no, nah, look, now I gotta, now I gotta do something. You know what I'm saying, man? I watched this man at the red table, bro, because Jada wanna out all their business. All this in tears, bro. Eyes red, bro, as the table was, bro. <laughs> Seriously. So it's yeah. like, I feel like she kind of, she kind of, she got him by the throat, man. She like, yeah. She got his hand, her hand in his back, like a puppet almost. It's, it's crazy. She used the Jedi mind trick on him. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. I hate it for him. I really do. I right, see what you got to say about it. Man, it's tough, man. I'm, I'm with Tyler on this one. Like, I think Will's trying to earn the 
earn his, earn the love, earn Jada's respect or love, whatever. But because y'all gotta think about something. They're using a dead Tupac on this man. They're using a younger man who, you know, they're in an open relationship and the wife make their business public. And um, now they're finding out the hard way that you might need to have, even though it's an open relationship, it needs to be private. They're learning that, you know, I think Will's starting to realize probably that, um, and it's tough that that the world knows who he really is. Like he's exposed, and that's because of the woman he's cho choosing to be with. Now, she ain't got a gun to his head, y'all, but it looked like she do have her hand in his back. And I want to say this. For both of them, I feel sad for both of them because can you imagine if your relationship was under a microscope and was being dissected by millions of people? Can you imagine if people knew your good and your bad that's going on in your relationship and they spoke about it like they knew you? And that's got to be mentally taxing for the both of them. It'll cost you to lose more than hair. Mm -hmm. so, so we need to be glad that this dude didn't walk up and do something crazier than a slap because he ain't yeah. he not crazy, but he tired. And um, I make you do crazy stuff. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, he's not thinking clearly. Um, it was in the moment. I think for me, when he gets up and he talks about having to laugh when he really want to cry, you know, he talks about different things like that. I'm like, well, you know, this is the human side of Will Smith. Mm -hmm. but, but in closing, Will Smith was a clean dude. And he's dealing with a woman that's, I feel like she's trying to dirty him up, trying to make she, him. She broke him. Bring him down. Mentally. It's yep. rough. It's like, it's it's always something like, you know, in every, everybody know what she had, whatever she had with Tupac, right? Every time his birthday come around, she got something to say, like, I love you. You know what I'm saying? She always releasing something about Tupac. Man, that's, that's it's rough, man, for real. I, I hate it for him. Yeah, and everybody like, why he won't leave? I mean, when you under control like that, it's hard to get away from you no know, somebody, somebody you think her. you love. Like he think he love her to the moon, but man, nah, he love her. I think it's a little bit of man manipulating and love going around. Obsession, going on there. Obsession. yeah, and exactly. also, I think too, like the tough thing about relationships is. They're easy to get into and hard to get out of. You just can't yeah. turn a light switch off on a person. If you can turn your light switch off and just leave, you didn't care nothing about them in the first place. And these two people have been together for a long time. Hollywood relationships aren't like local relationships. And they're into a lot of different things. Uh -huh. So when I watch both of them, like they got videos of her at the wheel comes off stage and is laughing. You know, because Chris Rock said that Will, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. And, and and she's laughing about it. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> Damn, that's a quick change up. That's, and, a, and, that's bad, bro. And you didn't try to stop him from going up there. Exactly. So my thing is, people who have your best interest, they're going to say, hey, man, don't do that. No, you ain't got to defend my... He, You know, they would... Some woman would have been trying to talk him down. She grabbed him. Yeah, she would have ran up there and grabbed him. But he's he's trying to prove to her that he got a little Tupac in him or beat. I'm tough too. And I'm like, dude, you knew who you could slap. You knew that Chris <laughs> Rock was slappable. He ain't slapping Dave Chappelle. <laughs> well, he ain't slapping too many people, man. I think he just 
he's slapping. He know who Chris Rock is. They're friends. But you know, then they have history too. Chris Rock and Jada have history. Like they don't, they don't like each other like that. So Chris I, I, Chris Rock probably don't like Jada because he see Jada. Mm-hmm. Huh. She really is. And but Chris, the one alarming thing about Chris Rock is he said in his what he wrote the statement. He said that um, that they're friends, and I thought hmm. to myself, "Why would a friend attack another friend that way?" Uh-uh. And then I said, "Okay, did, yeah, they are friends because you have friends that do that." Well, I say I no, nah, I, I don't think I have friends. I think my friend would put me in my place. Like, hey, man, don't be saying that about my wife. Like, he wouldn't win on stage, but my friend would probably check me. A friend no, would no, check no, you. What I'm saying, what I mean by. Oh. These these new age friends, these day one, these best friends, they jealous and envy of certain people. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. So, so they'll be the first one to put the knife in your back, the first one to talk about you, and that's what Chris Rock did. If this your boy and your homeboy, your homegirl, you're not talking about her, what she got going on. You're gonna avoid that altogether. Oh, I see. Yeah. And so, yeah. so he he said that they that he crossed the line. He said I crossed the line. Them are my friends. Well, no, they're not. You know that, that joke. I don't. I, I I didn't like the joke. I thought it was corny. It was yeah. Corny it, was. it wasn't. It wasn't appropriate. Like, worst things have been said about Will and Jada, and he ain't slapped nobody. Yeah, that's my point. And then, like you said, for them, because they friends. He said they friends, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, dude, you could have handled this. You could have even slapped them backstage afterwards. You mm-hmm. slapped them. Like, I see you. I yeah. see you. I see you. But this Look. this. This woman got you so, got you so messed up. I proved myself. Like, yeah, like oh no. Nah, but wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's say it is Hollywood, and if you look at Will, I ain't never seen a man slap another man like that, but on <laughs> on, on TV, <laughs> like, like Rick James. <laughs> his face goes down. His hand comes way back. He puts his hand on his belt and walk off like he's Pootie Tang. I'm like. This what if this was stage, y'all? What if this was we're gonna try? Well, we, what we gonna do? We're gonna try to get your dignity back. We're gonna try to get your, your manhood back today. You come up and you slap, you fake like you're gonna slap me because it don't even seem like this guy even had the reaction that he just been slapped. It's like he took it, and everybody's like, You did a great job of like he. I'm telling you today, he get his black card revoked today. I'm taking it. It's we're gonna trade him. He's I getting, know that's not a reaction. Yeah, hey, you, like, you get when somebody slap you, you like, like you don't slap fight. you don't slap any man and they don't take it, but let alone a brother, that's all that's the jump off. <laughs> and then you go turn your back. No. <laughs> it's like uh in a real life scenario, you slap somebody and walk off, you better get hit walk, in the back of your walk, head. Bro, he walked off fixing like he walked off like he had just did the best thing ever. Right. <laughs> That's sad, man. I hate. I really hate it for Chris Rock. If it wasn't stage, I hate it for Chris. I don't Rock. even like Chris Rock like that. I don't like Me him. Me either. So, it is what it is, guys. I guess we will hear more about it sooner. Cause like now, it's been blowing off social media, and it probably be a, another interview. Cause then he apologized, come out and apologize about it. Mm-hmm. So, then, then who knows? Won the award and apologize to everybody but Chris Rock. <laughs> Right. I just like I just wish I they put up more faces of celebrities uh when uh when it all happened. Like the they showed the rock, 
uh, Matt Damon and somebody else. I like they need to do more reaction photos from celebrities when that happened. That'd be pretty funny. Classic, man. We'll never forget it. Thank you guys for tuning in to the show. Like and subscribe to our social media accounts. They will be located in the show notes. Also, we have a merchandise store now. Check it out on PodSquadInc.com. Thank you guys for the love and support. We out of here. You are listening to Voice of the Fan Sportscast. Brought to you by none other than the voices of the fans. Discussing football, basketball, news, trending topics. The one-stop shop for all things sports. Voice of the Fan Sportscast. Hosted by none other than Ben Swift Reynolds, Taylor Gatwood, and Tyler Wright. Sportscast.